Hi, I'm Pink Rabbit. And I am Purple Dragon. And we have a lot to say. But we don't know what we're talking about. Mm-mm. <laughs> but you may notice that now we sound different while yeah. we're talking about it. This is because we got brand new microphones. And I'm going to let uh, Rabbit talk about them because she knows more about them than I do. <laughs> Basically, we got new microphones. They're new. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. They're um, shiny. <laughs> so before we were sharing a single Mm -hmm. boom microphone Mm -hmm. which i use for filming documentaries and filming yeah they're not really (laughs) meant for for this exactly so (laughs) yes these on the other hand are more geared toward this kind of thing yeah so we're very excited we got new mics i'm excited i'm excited too um okay so moving on yes we have a very special shout out to Mm -hmm. make Yes, we do. Um, this shout out is for our fan, yes. our number one fan. The number one fan. <laughs> um, you can find him on Twitter. His name is Pancake for the Table or Pancake for Table mm-hmm. um, or Shy, which is his actual name. Yeah. Um, he's a really cool guy. He's cool. He like reached out to me like right away on Twitter. Like he he discovered me somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> interwebs um (laughs) and then he's like oh i'm you know listening to your episodes and like he sends me like he was sending me gifts and like comments and stuff on the episode so it was really exciting and like he sent us a fan drawing yes we got our first fan art which if you you follow us on instagram Mm -hmm. or facebook i posted it on there too um you saw it. it's of the disco dino. Disco dino. <laughs> um, so it was really funny when that happened because yeah. I was at um, eating out at Banning's with Adam. Nice. And it was towards the end of the dinner out. And mm-hmm. I saw your text saying, we have a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Someone gave us a fan drawing. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. who would do that? Yeah. And then um, after seeing it, I'm like, oh, pancake yeah um so check him out he actually does his own podcast Mm -hmm. with his sisters which is super awesome i listen to them every friday at work now um (laughs) called friday night movie um and you can find them wherever podcasts play yeah um so check them out uh they're really fun obviously they talk about movies they talk about tv shows that they're watching like Mm -hmm. new discoveries you know in in the entertainment world they have guests on and there's some fun sibling like banter in there and fun family stories and they're yeah. big gold nerds so i like them definitely definitely um, ooh, i knocked the microphone hey oh need to get used to that but um yeah so check check out pancake for table definitely and uh you can also find them on twitter at uh friday night movie mm-hmm. podcast i think yeah for sure. Super cool. Mm-hmm. The, I was in, speaking of when we got it, <laughs> I was in a motel room in Utah. I was going to go hiking and I had just come home from hiking and I was like exhausted and I'm taking off like gross sweaty socks and stuff. And then my phone buzzed and we had that and I like jumped off the bed, like full of energy <laughs> suddenly. And the friend that I was with like dropped what she was holding and I startled the crap out of her because I was so excited. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. It's on our Instagram and Facebook. Go check it out. Go check out Pancake for Table. He's really cool. And 
I forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Doesn't really matter. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly don't remember what I was about to say. I got so excited about the fan art. Yeah. I really like that. And it, it's a gift too. <laughs> yeah. It sparkles. Yeah. It's it's and it's a reference to our episode where we talked about sent what we would send into outer space mm-hmm. on Elon Musk's magical solar spaceship, <laughs> Elon Musk the third or whatever it's called. Um so check that out. And speaking of episodes, shall we begin this one? Yeah. Here we go. You choose I think you I think you I don't get rem- I it, don't doesn't remember. Remember. it doesn't matter. Go for it. Oh, you can hear them rustling around in there. <laughs> New microphones are so fun. Oh, okay. This one I'm gonna drink some tea. Interesting. Let's see what it is. Uh, oh, Leica and stop motion animation. <gasps> there we go. I'm so excited. Excellent. Me too. <laughs> so we love Leica here. We do. Um, big reason mm. is because they're local. Yes, and it's so awesome they're to from have here. such a awesome like studio. Mm-hmm world renowned yeah that's world that's, beloved yeah we can it's like a half hour away yeah <laughs> we can just go and like be around them yep i've applied yeah several times so mm. like a if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> i'm waving my hand in front of the microphone like a jedi um I will yeah clear floors okay what is your favorite like a film oh my god and why okay so let's see there's Coraline. Yeah, I was gonna say we should list there's some like Paranorman. Mm-hmm. There's Kubo. Mm. And there's the box trolls. I think that's it for right now. Let's look it up. I will look it up. Tapping buttons on my phone. L I K A. Nope. I said that wrong out loud because I'm, <laughs> I'm verbally dyslexic. So I said it right <laughs> inside my head. Yeah, so Kubo, Coraline, Paranorman, um, Corpse Bride, Box Trolls. Corpse Bride was... That's what it says. Huh. Um, Unless the Google is lying. But I don't know. I'll have to look more into deeply... Yeah, dive into that one. <laughs> that, okay, we'll like do a soft pass on Corpse Spread right now. Yeah. Um, they might have had like a hand. Oh, that was my knuckle. Sorry, another force of habit. Um, so yes, Box Trolls, Paranorman, Coraline, and Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another one called Moon Girl, but I haven't seen that one. Is that a newer one that's coming out, or is that like a short? Two thousand five. Oh, see. it must have been pretty early on. It's in a there. short film. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We should check that out too. So, out of the four main ones, yes. Um, I need to get used to. It's <laughs> okay. We also do this in on my kitchen table, mm-hmm. in my dining area. It's beautiful so in it's here, not, next to your wall of board games. Yes, very inspiring. <laughs> and Darth Vader's yeah. up there oh, yeah, with yeah. K2SO. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, this is one of the best places we could possibly do this. Your Sailor Moon. Like pictures over there yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah okay so out of the four yes <laughs> um i think this is a hard decision because i love them all mm-hmm. but i have to go with Coraline. i think i love cool. Coraline. <laughs> i was very excited okay. it's yes. very it's very pacific northwest yeah it is and and it's just so imaginative and mm-hmm. beautiful like the ugh. It, it's disgusting how beautiful it is. It is disgusting. <laughs> Grosses me out. I recently watched Coraline twice in about two days mm-hmm. because I was house-sitting for a friend, 
and he had Netflix and I don't, or I didn't at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's on Netflix at the moment. And it's one of those movies that you watch once, like for the first time, <laughs> I had hiccups, I'm sorry, or the first time in a long time and you have to like, it just sort of overwhelms mm-hmm. you and you have to sort, you have to watch it again to kind of catch the little nuances that you didn't catch before. And it's, yeah, it's worth a lot in there. Yes. It's worth watching again because there are so many little things in there. Um, and just from, from my own nerd perspective, <laughs> Coraline is one of the first movies where the clothing that they wear in a stop in anima- like stop animation film is stop motion animation is actual cloth. Yep. Or yeah. or knit. They have like and it's people t- just yeah. designing it. Mm-hmm. And I think I've applied for that job too <laughs> for some reason. I'm like anything. Anything. Please. Um I can learn. Tell the tell the universe. <laughs> tell the universe. Um, um yeah. yeah. So and the story as well. Coraline is just such a fascinating story and I guess See, I didn't know this. It's from a book. It was adapted yeah. from a novel. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I'm so I behind read on my reading. I have that book, but I have read another book by the same author. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Oh, now I have to look mm-hmm. it up. But it's called On London, and it's so cute. It's like an upside-down London, Aww. and things are weird and different. <laughs> and the the main object this girl has that goes to On London is called called the On Gun. Mm-hmm. And um, UN or ON? On UN. UN. On okay. gun. On okay. gun. So it has slots in it. Mm-hmm. And then you put like whatever in it. Like if you put a piece of hair in it, it'll shoot out like giant strands of hair. And like oh. you can use that to like, you know, wrap it around like awesome. a villain or like, That's you know. so cool. It's super cool. It's such a fun book. If you oh. want to borrow it, well, I would love to. <laughs> it's I, really fun. I, I need think to it's read by something. the same guy. I'm I need to read something that isn't Jane Austen because I have been rereading Jane Austen like Um. a crazed cat lady. (laughs) Mm. But one of the wonderful things just, you know, that you don't see in children's movies very often, or rather movies where the child is the hero, Mm -hmm. is that her relationship with her parents, eventually she doesn't realize that, you know oh, they were wrong and I was right the whole time. And um, there's like a very delicate balance where you get... Oh, I'm very wrong. I'm oh. the author. <laughs> it's, it's Neil Gaiman. Oh, okay. But, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was the same. It's okay. But anyway, Unlondon is important. a cool book. Yes. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, but her relationship with her parents is really great that she actually talks to them and she talks about her feelings instead of just saying, you don't understand me. And she mm-hmm. like runs upstairs and throws herself dramatically across her bed. <laughs> so, you, you know, in the end, she actually has a healthy relationship with yeah. her parents. And she says, oh, my parents were doing these things for the best, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was partially in the wrong. They were partially in the wrong. It's not often you see that, um, which is really great. Plus the music is awesome. It's, it is, it's just this side of creepy. So you, like, it comes on my Pandora every once Mm -hmm. in a while. I have like a kid's movie Pandora Mm -hmm. because I'm a large child and (laughs) I, it comes on when I'm driving every once in a while and I'm just like, Ooh, this is weird. And I like it, but I kind of like, I feel like I should speed up. I don't know. It's it's such a good soundtrack. They always have have such amazing soundtracks. I have to pay more attention to it. Maybe put it on my Pandora too. Check it out. Yes. Coraline soundtrack. Um, Speaking of Coraline mm. and Leica, mm-hmm. the um, Portland Art Museum is—it's ending this month, but mm-hmm. they're doing the big Leica 
That's right. Exhibit, and I still haven't gone, but I like I walked past uh-huh. the art museum, and Coraline's house is right in the lobby. Mm-hmm. It's so big and beautiful. I just want to like capture it and take we it home with me. Go. We should go. We should go. And it's That'd ending this month. I need to. In May. In May. Okay. Let me just. Because I mistook be the day up. the other day and showed up at a friend's house unexpectedly, and she was like, <laughs> "You're supposed to be here tomorrow." I was like, "Oh." <laughs> And that could have happened Garbage. yesterday with us because yes. you're like, oh, are we recording today? I'm like, yeah, no, that's I wouldn't I, have been here, so yeah. I would have felt really bad. That's, I think that's why I asked is because I was sitting at her house going, when were we supposed to record? Just double checking. <laughs> because my brain puts things in the wrong order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, licorice so tea is so like, good. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> anyway, um, other Leica films, uh, they were like Paranorman, which I thought was absolutely I brilliant. I Paranorman, and like yeah. I instantly connected with him because mm-hmm. of all his like B-movie monster yeah. posters and absolutely. like his room. I'm like, I need this kid's room. <laughs> <laughs> he really, his, his room was pretty big. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, box Trolls. No, yeah, yep. Another <laughs> shout out to our boy Simon Pegg. He was only in the, his like his voice was in it for like three lines and still <laughs> amazing. Um, but the this I've only seen Box Trolls a couple of times, and I guess I should explain that I'm the person who watches movies. Like if I enjoy watching a movie, I will watch it forever, fifteen times. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like in a week, I'll watch it twice a day because I want to know as much about it as possible and remember all the lines and everything. Um, but I loved the, uh, the, like, societal demand that only fancy people get to eat cheese. And even though Mm -hmm. it, like, nearly (laughs) killed him, the villain just wanted to eat cheese and be fancy. Um, I thought that was absolutely adorable (laughs) and a spectacular satirical metaphor. Um, as well as the, the general, Leica tends to not, okay, finish a sentence, blah, 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 um, (laughs) This is, again, my brain is just putting things in different order as fast as it can. The general... May 20th. Ah, okay. okay. So before May 20th, we need to go see the Leica exhibit. And, uh, yeah. Maybe this will come out before then and other people can go see it too. It's cool. (laughs) But, um, like, the general consensus is that animated films are for kids. Yeah. Unless they are specifically dictated otherwise. Mm -hmm. And... They tend to make things more attractive. They make the main characters, the heroes and heroines, more attractive. They mm-hmm. make them cute, big eyes, you know, that kind of thing. But they make the villains less attractive. And in Laika, they tend to even that out a yeah. little bit. It's, it's not so much about this. You can tell this is the good guy mm-hmm. because they are attractive. You can tell this is the bad guy because they're unattractive or scary or gross yeah. or whatever. Um, that was something else about Coraline was that any one of the people she encounters could be the actual bad guy. Yeah. And we all know who it ends up being. Still have hiccups. But she, like, has to sort her way through that this thing is beautiful, Mm -hmm. but also kind of scary. Yeah. Which is awesome. And Paranorman did the same thing, where they didn't make everything super attractive. They Mm -hmm. didn't make it, like, pleasing to the human eye. They just made it a great story Mm -hmm. with underlying tones of Halloween creepiness, which... Yes, we all love it. Like, let's be real. We've <laughs> yeah. been trained well to be afraid of things, but we secretly love it. We them. love it. Yeah, we love being <laughs> terrified. Um, uh, but Kubo. I need to see... I have it. I own Kubo, and I need to watch it again. Just okay. I watched it in theaters, mm-hmm. 
And I saw it at the Hollywood Theater. Nice. If you're ever in Portland, please go to the Hollywood yeah, Theater. Yeah, it's worth um, it. It's so good. So the showing I went in, I, I was going in like a later showing. Uh-huh. And the showing that came out, a bunch of Leica <gasps> animators and people no who way. worked there walked out. And I know that because Toby Froud was there. Oh, my God. Because he works. He, he's a puppet designer at, oh at Leica. Gosh. So I'm like, Toby Froud. <laughs> I'm in the presence of greatness. Toby Froud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I, that which, was cool to see. Speaking of, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, just revel in the glory of being around you for a minute. <laughs> you have been around Toby Froud. For those of you who don't know, or maybe are not interested in Toby Froud things, Toby Froud was the baby in the movie Labyrinth mm-hmm. with Jennifer Connelly and our beloved Goblin King, David Bowie. Um, and he played baby Toby. He was the little baby in the red mm-hmm. and white. <laughs> and you know, Labyrinth. Actually, speaking of Labyrinth and Toby Froud, I went and saw the special anniversary Labyrinth release Hi. in theaters. Oh, good. Me and one of my best friends went. And, like, this is the movie. We had three movies mm-hmm. that we would watch. Well, we had two movies that we would watch every day and then one that we would watch at least once a week. Mm-hmm. We had Labyrinth and Wayne's World, and we always put in Labyrinth first, no matter mm-hmm. whose house we got to. We would put in Labyrinth first, and we would kind of do our homework, and then we would sort of, like, eat snacks or whatever. And then we put in Wayne's World, and we would just talk about, you know, whatever teenagers talk about, which was inevitably nothing. But wonderful just the same. Every day for about three years, we would watch Labyrinth and Wayne's World, and then on Saturday or Sunday, we would put in Titanic and just laugh. Um, that's another long story. I don't know if I've talked about Titanic on this show yet. But... Oh, we talked about Titanic Day. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll explain Titanic another time, but we see it very much as something to be appreciated for all of its wonders, including the cheesy ones. But we went and saw Labyrinth to kind of remember, like, oh, this is, like, the thing we did when we first met. It was so much fun. And it was absolutely adorable because when we turned around after, like, the lights came up and everything, and um, we turned around and there was a group of about five or six teenagers, maybe 15, 16, Mm -hmm. All of them dressed up in costumes. Oh, yay. Like, the Jareth wig and the pants and, like, like this grown-ass, like, 15-year-old boy was wearing a red and white striped onesie and he looked adorable. And it was fantastic. And, like, shout-out to them if they ever hear this. You guys are amazing. You made our little hearts warm. Our black little hearts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, sorry. Labyrinth interjection into the Leica conversation. That's fine. Labyrinth um... is awesome. <laughs> the last time I actually saw the labyrinth mm-hmm. was for one of the Portland film festivals. So it's like mm-hmm. a few years ago yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. But Toby Frad was there and he was doing the announcement. And um, his puppets for Lesson Learned was there, his short film that he made. Mm-hmm. Um, so afterwards, we got to go up and see the puppets. And we even like helped because we... Sort of, like we have friend of a friend, yeah, yeah, of Toby, and he was there too, so we were all just kind of hanging out, and we helped Toby bring his puppets to to his car. And so like I so so like I don't know if I can see the labyrinth in theaters again because yeah. that experience was so that's awesome. like top shelf, <laughs> yeah. And the last time I saw Dark Crystal, mm-hmm. um, was at the. It was at another Portland Film Festival, like, Uh the next year, and Wendy Froud was there, and she was talking about, like, making the puppets. You're the coolest person I've ever met. (laughs) 
I was very, I was sitting in the balcony. I was very far away, but I did Still, meet them yeah. at uh, Toby's lesson learned premiere, which mm-hmm. that's another story. But, yeah. um, but so that was the last time I saw that's Dark Crystal. Awesome. So I'm like, I don't know if I can see Dark Crystal again in theaters yeah. unless it can top that somehow. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, those are magical experiences and I'm super jealous. Anyway, you got very excited when I mentioned Dark Crystal. I, I saw that one in the, like the special release thing too. Oh, I That's another one of my favorites. Yeah. Think, have we already talked about Jim Henson? Or not yet. We talked, we talked about, about the Muppets, Muppets, but Jim Henson is... Yes, he's in the fish. He's in the fish somewhere. Um, we anyway. will get to Jim Henson. <laughs> Kubo. You were going to talk about Kubo. Um, I was just saying how I have to see it again, because yeah. I honestly, I loved it, but I don't remember as much about it. Right. I don't think it was as strong of mm-hmm. a film as the previous films, but... I need to watch it again yeah. to really get into detail about right. why I feel that way because it has been since I saw it in theaters right. and that was a couple years a ago. couple years ago already. Yeah. So I need to refresh on my Kubo memory. Sure, <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a again a gorgeous film. Absolutely, they're set design. Oh, God, they're, I just want to. I just want to go wanna, there. I just want to be a part of it. <laughs> and I just want to be, yeah. be there. I just want to be. Yes, yeah. I just want to be a part of it. Yep. Like I don't care. Like I said, like, I will sweep your floors. Like yeah, a, I will sweep. You're forced to just yeah. allow me to be in the building. I just want to be there. <laughs> I want to be a part of your magic. Yeah, I I saw Kubo two times. So I I last year mm-hmm. I started doing this thing that I called date night. Um, hashtag date night. And I would go every Tuesday because it was cheap night, and I would mm-hmm. see a movie every week. And I would go to like whatever showing I could make after work, and I would just kind of like do silly little film reviews and. Um, Last November, I got Movie Pass, and Movie Pass. If you do not know, this is I not need a, to get movie not pass. a sponsored thing. I just <laughs> love Movie Pass. Um, is a card. It's a membership thing. You pay a monthly fee, and then you when you go to the movies, you get to go one time per day and use your card, and it's free. Like you pay with a card, they pay for it. It's mm, like ten dollars a month or something, mm-hmm. and you can see one movie a day for ten dollars a month. And there are no like strings. You're not being charged like a penny per movie or anything. I do have a question. Yeah. About the one a day. Is it every 24 hours or is it like Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, like midnight. So like if you went to go see a midnight premiere Mm -hmm. of something, you could go to like the 1045 showing. Mm -hmm. And then when you were leaving, you could go and get a ticket for a movie the next day. Cool. Okay. Because I was curious if it was like a 24-hour thing or Um, an actual I think I've checked that before, and the last time I checked was like a month ago, Mm -hmm. because I went to the Avengers Midnight premiere, and I was like, I'll probably want to see it again, so I'll just get my ticket the next day, like as I'm leaving the theater. Mm -hmm. Um, So far as I know, you can do that, because it's like a midnight to midnight thing. But um, I saw Kubo twice during the time that I didn't have movie pass. Mm -hmm. I went two Tuesdays in a row, because I was, like you said, it was so beautiful, and like, I'd I'd never heard of that concept before. I guess it's a, a... not an original story, but it's like a legend from um, Japan. Okay. And I heard that from someone when the movie came out. So I'm not 100% sure if that's true. Again, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but um, I loved the character interaction. Mm-hmm. Because that was something that was, first of all, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> played a samurai. Uh, what? Like, okay, but when you actually watched the movie, it worked, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, 
So, we, I mean, we called it Origami Batman. Because, spoiler alert, he has no parents. And he folds origami. With... With his, his guitar. With his music. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. It's like That's part of the most beautiful part. He's a storyteller, mm-hmm. and he uses his guitar to fold like origami shapes to tell the story. Um, but it definitely had that Batman, my parents are dead kind of feel to it. <laughs> like Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, he was that friend, like kind of overdramatic yeah. touch to it. <laughs> but it was still... Like, so many parts of it were great. Mm-hmm. And the humor, that, that kind of dry wit. I love dry wits. Me too. It's very Faulty Towers-esque, which mm-hmm. is just wonderful. Um, there was... Wait a second. It was super different from uh, Coraline, though, which I thought was interesting because they are from the same production company. So mm-hmm. it's just further proof that, like a... Like, is just such a creative group of people, mm-hmm. you know? Plus, um, did Henry Selleck directed Coraline, right? I'm not sure who the director was. I will check. Checking now. Googling. <laughs> this is my Googling song. Da, 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 da. Dan, we have five minutes left. Yes. Okay, Henry Selleck, yes. Henry Selleck, for those of you who might not know, also directed another stop-motion animation film, a little piece called Nightmare Before Christmas, which I did not know until I had watched Coraline for, like, the fourth time and I actually (laughs) paid attention to the Mm -hmm. names flashing across the screen. Also, the opening sequence of Coraline is someone making a doll. Yeah. I'm not paying attention to the names when they're sewing happening. (laughs) So um, that also just brought it, like, one step closer Mm -hmm. to my heart because... Also being stop motion animation is fantastic. But Nightmare Before Christmas definitely um Yeah, it was not directed by Tim Burton. No. <laughs> it was produced by Tim Burton, but it was directed by Henry Selleck. Um and some of the some of the very specific like character <laughs> bong um, <laughs> that will happen once in a while. It will, it will. <laughs> some of like the very specific character movements and stuff like that mm-hmm. just brought it right back and I was like, ooh that cause Nightmare came out when I was about three. Cause it, yeah, it came out in ninety three. Ninety three was a good year for me because that was Nightmare Before Christmas and Jurassic Park. See, when I was born it was eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> um I got the Goonies. Yeah. I think I got a few See. other awesome ones, but I was, I'm very proud yeah. of the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how can you not be? Sh- shout out to Oregon for yeah. hosting the Goonies. <laughs> Goonies never say die. Um, yeah, I think Coraline. Just to, just to bring it back to the yeah. beginning of the conversation, Coraline is probably my favorite, but I haven't seen Paranorman in a while. I remember really liking that one a lot because they did that so twist at the end. They all are. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, and, Leica, and if you're listening, to, oh, go ahead. We'll sweep your floor. Yeah, we'll, we'll sweep your floor. We just want to be in the building. Like that's um, it. I thought it was nice that they had a gay character in Paranorman yes. too. The yeah. girl just hanging all over him. He's uh, just like, he's like, oh, my boyfriend would really like that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> just real great. life, kids. <laughs> that is real life. <laughs> yep. And it's great because I don't even remember any like backlash coming from that because no. it wasn't Disney. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like if it's Disney, 
Yeah, if it's Disney, everybody comes down hard. But if it's any other kids' movie, people are like, oh, whatever, it's about ghosts. Like, <laughs> And I also don't think the mainstream of people are going to see. True. Yeah. The people who are going to see Disney films, yeah, at least the mainstream, mm-hmm. might not watch a Leica film. Yeah. They're more of a, not necessarily a niche market. Their mm-hmm. niche is a little bit bigger than a yeah. niche. Um, but... Yeah, they're definitely a... They're definitely more adults, too. Yeah. So... They're kind of like teenagers mm-hmm. who still like cartoonish type things, but want more in-depth stories. Yeah. Than someone wishing down a well. Ah! <laughs> I listened to some Snow White yesterday, and I got all of the frustrates back that I have every single time <laughs> I talk about Snow White. But, anyway. Anyway. Leica, we are here. Mm-hmm. Waiting. We'll do anything. But specifically. We can we can sew. Yeah, we can sew. We can we can design tiny clothes. Mm-hmm. Knit knit tiny tiny little socks. <laughs> like seriously, if you watch Coraline and you look at it, the gloves that her mom gets her that she's like, look at these gloves, they'll make me stand out. Those are hand knitted. Yeah. And they are like a quarter of an inch big. They're incredible. I read this. Or do we have time for me to talk I, about string? It doesn't matter okay. at this point because we have a little bit of time That's at our new, right. at our new, uh, our new podcasting new, new, host. New space. <laughs> um, quick interjection here at the end. I read this article because I am a, I have an interest in fabrics. I read the article that they, put, they posted it in a knitting magazine, mm-hmm. possibly called Knitting Magazine, about the woman who did all of the knitting for the film. Mm-hmm. And it shows the scale of... The thread, like, she was using silk thread that is, one, like, two strands of silk thick. It's microscopic, you know? You couldn't you couldn't see it if you actually stitched with it. But she's knitting with it on these tiny, 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 tiny needles. Needles that are nearly the size of medical hypodermic needles. And it shows her hand holding the <laughs> pair of gloves. Oh, yeah, and they're both awesome. sitting on one fingertip right next to each other. It's the cutest thing. Plus, the detail is incredible. They made her two socks mm-hmm. that are, like, I guess knee-high socks on yeah. the actual Coraline, but they have different pictures in them. And, like, knitting like that in human size is challenging mm-hmm. enough, but doing it on that tiny, tiny scale, it's so awesome! It's kind of... I have this fascination with, like, big things being tiny and tiny oh, things too. being big. <laughs> I love tiny things. I yep. love miniatures. Yep. Oh, that's another reason why miniatures. I can't wait to go see the Leica. Yeah. Yes. I love tiny things and yeah. I love detailed tiny yeah. things. It makes me very excited. Have you seen those videos where people like make like they have like a like tiny kitchen stuff? Yeah. Yes. Where they have a tiny kitchen and they yes. make like a tiny meal like tiny sushi or like tiny cakes. Tiny casserole. Oops. Sorry. And, Ooh, sorry. and they sorry. In a tiny kitchen, and then they they place it very yeah. neatly on like a tiny plate, and, and they like, use tiny utensils, yeah. and like they and light then a they, match, and then they plop and... a hamster down. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so happy. We made you this bacon casserole, hamster, and they use like actual food too. Yeah, that's the best it's part. It's legit. It's so yeah. So look up tiny cooking, or hamster meals. Um, and Don't they bake things in like tiny ovens? Yeah, yeah. It's like they have a little like, like working. They have a tiny aga cooker. And they light it with like a tea light candle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they make food. It's it's so cute. I love it. They make their own little like they fold tinfoil into like a, <laughs> like a baking pan, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh, so cute. I love it. 
I love that kind of originality. Me too. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, on that note. Yes. <laughs> we will see you next week for more hopefully interesting conversation. I'm having fun. Me Are you too. Having, we're having fun. So <laughs> tune in next week. We will be back and we will be discussing more topics from a hat. Yes. I am Perfect fish Dragon, hat. a fish hat. <laughs> and I'm Pink Rabbit. And we don't know what we're talking about, but we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.